sold my soul to the bottle Still none of my friends have left me yet I'm the same man I was since the age of 13 And I've lived my life with no regrets If you're looking for some freedom All it takes is ten drinks minimum If you're looking for Round two, it's the last part of the weekend, sponsored by Topo Chico Seltzer. I'm your host, Chris Burnett. Billy is here. Hey, you guys. Man. That was weird, right? The other great thing about seltzers, though, especially Topo Chico seltzers, is they're low carb. You know, you're not going to get like that, uh, you know those commercials back in the, the 90s, it's like, less filling and fucking whatever that bullshit they were saying. Tastes like, great, less, less filling. filling. That's yeah. right. So it's like two grams of carbs per per can, and um, so that's you know relatively low. Yeah, and two grams of sugar—that's like nothing. Yeah, I'm telling you, if you want that, I don't know if Hot Girl Summer is still a thing, but uh, I would definitely recommend Topo Chico Seltzers. Did you say Hot Girl Summer? Yeah, I think I think I think that's always going to be a thing for life. You know, um, I remember I Hot know. Pants Summer. When I was wearing like those short shorts, shorty shorts, yeah. I remember that too. It's never that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, no, 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 no. It was fine. one of those uh, flash in the pans. Like, remember when everyone had a fashion mullet? Oh, oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. just for like one summer. That was it. Everyone's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, fashion mullets, and then everyone's I, like, we'll forget about that. Now. I haven't had a mullet since I was 13, and I don't. Uh, yeah, it didn't appeal to me to go back to do the mullet. I used to do George June. And I'll tell you right now, it's like a, my, my my figure is um, a bit different. Um, seeing that, like, I have I look like one of those um, like sparrows, with the big big chest and like oh. skinny bird legs. Oh, gotcha, that's gotcha. my body now. Oh wow, interesting. <laughs> okay, so you don't think George June is the thing? I feel like we're not going to get a lot of people on it because it's the Oscars. Oh, and yeah. after last year, you know the whole. Uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock. I mean, I haven't watched the Chris Rock thing yet. I guess have you, has anybody watched the Chris Rock? I have Netflix? not. I guess apparently, you know, all the whole the whole special leads up to the joke he does about Will Smith. Oh, that's what I've heard. Um, I heard it was top in Netflix for like a day or so. Oh, sure, because it's like you know, it's the hotness. It's like, <gasps> is he going to do a joke about you know, Will Smith slapping him in the face? Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> yes. I feel like I feel like Chris Rock. He just he's like, yeah. Netflix is like, we'll give you a pretty much a whole comedy special just to do one joke. Yeah, it's just carte blanche. Yeah, just to do one joke. He just handed it up and, and just handed him material. Right, <laughs> just handed it right <laughs> to him. Slap to the mouth. Wonder. There you go. Free material. Yeah. Make <laughs> that's money in the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he still just goes on. <laughs> I'm trying to sound like Louis Armstrong, but it's always a Kid Rock voice. Uh, <laughs> Oh, so should we address the uh, the criticism of last week's show? Or maybe, oh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm... apparently, last week's show was cringe-worthy. Apparently, really, not because we said anything, de- you know, like homophobic or racist or, you know, misogynistic, but apparently it was the rant I had about the kid wearing the uh, denim vest with patches on it. Now let me let me let me, I guess, explain. So. I wasn't saying kids should not wear denim jackets with with patches on them. I'm just saying that in the punk rock scene, 
if you look like a poser, you're supposed to be called out like a poser, right? Yeah. So I was explaining to my metal friend, and he was like, well, I mean, you know, if you like those bands. And I said, hold on, you're a metal fan? Yep. What if you saw someone wearing a denim jacket with Metallica, Megadeth, Motorhead, and Ozzy on it? And he goes, oh, all right, I get what you're saying. I was like, yeah. Like, they're just they're just picking, like, the biggest names possible, throwing them on a vest that they probably bought at Hot Topic, throwing it on. Right? Yeah. And then here's and then someone's like, well, they were trying to act like the scene died when they left. Now, let me tell you something. If you're punk rock and you don't call out someone from being a poser because it's cringeworthy, then the scene is fucking dead. Boom. Because punk rock is all about saying, hey, you're a poser. And there's nothing wrong with being a poser. I was a poser. I was a kid that whenever I was growing up, I was in the farm area skateboarding and I would buy Thrasher magazine and on the back, I'd flip to the back and I'd be like, oh, who are the Misfits? And I'd buy the CD. Who are the Ramones? I'd buy the CD. Now it took someone to be like, you know, hey, don't like just all the mainstream punk bands. Uh, unfortunately, that was kind of my my experience yeah. with, with just trying to, you know, like this music that was, you know, I, I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. And I never had the, I guess, the opportunity to... No one called you out. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I, I would say I, for all the early stuff, like, my teen years, it was just whatever, like, social distortion was in, right. like, those um, those uh, Columbia House things, and I mm-hmm. get them all from there. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, uh, I remember, like, Bad Religion, but it was all, like, the later stuff. Right. And so, but it was not, the, you know, like, the, the, the hardcore But see, stuff. then I go to college, and someone's like... Well, of course you like all those bands. Like they're like, but have you heard of you know Fugazi? Have you heard of you know? All right. They got deeper, and it's like that's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying the scene is dead. I'm not saying don't wear a denim jacket. I'm just saying don't go to Hot Topic and buy the punk rock like mainstream uniform. You know, like uh, like like the you know Ramones, Sex Pistols, uh, Misfits, all on one jacket. It's like eh, you know. I um I had. Um, just my like a remedial mm-hmm. introduction and kind of like um, just a run of the run of the mill punk. When you go to like say Sam Goody, and it would just be on those compilations. Oh right, yeah, those are the great great ones. Well, and, and I mean, you know, it's okay to be a poser because you're at least like. But here's the difference: Are you a poser because you just think it's cool to be that to like you know to wear that? Or are you like really like trying to get into music, and then someone calls you out, and then you either stop wearing it, or you rip off the patches and put on, you know, you go find bands that you really like, and then you get into it, and you're like, oh shit, this is actually, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you evolve. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's like, an evolution. Yeah, I just. Uh, That's what I was trying to say. Don't wear the 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 generic punk rock uniform to a show. Also, yeah, you know, I'm just saying that's been done. You know. Get a little style. Yeah. Show off your drip, all right? If you're going to go punk rock, you know, there's a million other ways. Yeah, exactly. You know, you get a freaking bedazzle gun and do square studs on everything you want. Those guys are trying to see the scene in it when they left. No. Punk rock comes, it comes and goes. You know? Comes and goes. I don't know. I I enjoy the music. Yeah. I'm also not one of those guys to be, like, super into that. Because, you know, like, you think about it, Mm -hmm. you have these. You know, like people my age, like in their forties, and still like uh, 
like holding on to and like the, the, to the to the songs that are written by like you know fourteen year olds, right? Know? Yeah, like in the eighties. I'm thinking mm. <laughs> it's fine, right? <laughs> but I, uh, you know, and I mean, I feel like even people our age, if there's something new and someone's kicking ass at it, go check it out. I I, I go to shows still. I mean, I go to La, I was at La Chancla. Jesus, you know, La Chancla's as DIY punk spaces you can get in town. Oh yeah, because I mean, did you hear? Okay, speaking of that, did you hear about the Fly Honey Warehouse? Oh, no, what? So the Fly Honey Fest is probably going to be the last show there. Oh, shit. So the heater wasn't working, and the guys that live there called the landlord, and he kind of jankied it. So then they finally, it didn't work again, and they called a plumber, and a plumber comes out, and he's like, yeah, this is bad. So he red-tagged it, because if you call out a plumber, they have to, if it's bad, they have to red-tag it. If they don't, and something happens, and the city finds out they were there, they could lose their license. So they red tagged it and they're like, this can't be done. You know, this can't be used until it's someone comes in and fixes it basically. Mm-hmm. So then I guess the landlord's like, I'll fix it myself. And they're like, no, 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 we want, we don't want it to blow up and kill us. And so he's like, well, I'm not going to get a plumber to come in and fix it. So they're like withholding rent. So it's a whole fucking mess. So flying anywhere else is probably going to be gone. Oh, boo. I could walk there from my house. Mm. I know. It's dope, right? It's like sucks. I haven't really been there that much, but it's actually really... Have you been there? Uh, No. Oh. Got it's a actually, whole stage and yeah, shit? It, yeah, it's crazy. It's like... It's... Rooftop it's almost... Seating? Like their yard is like if, if, if our house didn't exist mm-hmm. and you have the front yard and the backyard, it's that big and it has a stage. Oh, shit. Like they have a full on... Like it's nuts. And some, I saw someone on Reddit call it an illegal club. <laughs> I was like... There's yeah. a there's a driveway goes right up to you don't even yeah. you can just bypass the house entirely. There's the driveway goes straight to the back yeah. where the stage is. Yeah, oh it's pretty. It's kind of and sucks. so they have like a table there so they can mm-hmm. check IDs and shit before people come in. Right. There's merch right to the side. It's yeah. gr- it's really well set up. I saw some metal band. It was a pretty cool show though. There was a it was a huge like area for people to pit and everything. It was nuts mm-hmm. for people to like to be pitting. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. I mean. Mm-hmm. The neighbors got to be fucking awesome then. Uh, every, I mean, whenever I was, I went like the neighbors were at the show. Yeah, they're at the, oh, okay. they're at the show, and we yeah. went to the bathroom at their house. And well, good, good. No, but I mean, no, not good. I'm glad it sucks. It's closing. Yeah, I mean, good that they let you guys let them use yeah. the restroom. It's a really yeah. nice place. It's going away. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucks, but um, but, but so you're, I, you're saying it's like it's good to like it lets people like our age like. Mm-hmm. See new bands. Yeah, I went and, and saw some metal bands there, and I bought that shirt where it's the nun, like dropping the the what do you call the beads? The rosaries. Ink? Rosaries. She's like dropping it into her mouth, like you know. It's like, and people are like, "That's fucked up." I'm all, I thought it was dope as shit. Yeah, t-shirts I mean, you can't find anywhere uh, else. No. But also, like I said, I'm at that age. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember moving here for the first time, and just all all the you know the cool house shows, right? And in, in like the the student, like the the silver era, so silver heights, yeah, as they say, yeah. The wind says that. I it's <laughs> okay. on it's on a sign. I know, I know. <laughs> it's on a sign that keeps getting run over. I love I love the people that are that are still call it Hewning Heights instead of Edo. Oh right, um, I remember like so. What look? What I remember somebody was the Fly Honey Warehouse got busted by the cops or something. So I was at work and someone's like, "You might know about this. You know about stuff. Have you heard of this illegal nightclub that's going on?" And I was like, "Illegal nightclub?" I was like, "No, I don't think I have." They're all it's called the Fly Honey Warehouse. And I started laughing. I was like, "Oh yeah, I know about that." And they're like, 
well, it's just like a, a nightclub in someone's house. I was like, yeah, there's like tons of those around. And they're like, really? I was like, yeah, there's been like Gold House, Iron House, Raptor House. Cool. Uh, um, yeah, um, Dad's House. Dad's House. Superhousing. Um, what was that one? Next there was to one me? in a basement for a while. Yeah, I forgot about that one. That's where I met Pickett. Was at one of those places oh, yeah, right yeah. next to um, like the Melrose Place over on Spruce. Well, there was oh, the, yeah. yeah, there was. It was that the one where we get on the basement. And, like literally, I could yeah, like, yeah, just yeah. touch the roof and everything. Totally. Yeah, and um, and I'm like, yeah, there's tons of those. Well, it used to be. I don't know where they are. Yeah, now. I don't think there is. Any. I mean, the pandemic kind of. There's a few. There's a yeah. few. I always. I'm on like I used to be. Well, I still am. But if you go on TikTok, there's the punk house TikTok. And they always just talk shit about like the the, the worst members of the house because essentially you're, li- <laughs> you're living there for free. And there's always yeah. stories about the hippie who like just shows up one day and just tries to make beans for everyone, but it's just like the shittiest beans, like no seasoning. <laughs> <laughs> so they go, and it's like you know, just kind of like crashing their book clubs and just uh, just doesn't doesn't contribute really oh, to these man. but it's it's really it's really fun tiktok to be a part of that's pretty awesome not fun it's just interesting to watch see all the all the the punk house tea you know yeah just talking shit about the hippies and like how the oogles and just <laughs> just being <Oogles>. smelly <laughs> smelly oogles <laughs> you're gonna uh, cringe up the show billy <laughs> somebody's gonna be like they said that the punk house scene is dead I don't know. There could yeah. be like there could it, be an entire thriving scene underneath my nose. I have no idea. Yeah, about. Smiley seems to know about some places that we don't know about. What's going on? There, yeah, Smiley? well, I'm not gonna. Uh, these places whoa, are getting whoa. busted up. I'm not gonna be talking about them on yeah. air. Well, that wasn't no. The Fly Anywhere else isn't getting busted up because it's. Like, oh no, that's true. Uh, that's that's the one I usually went to because it's in walking distance. Yeah. Um, there's there's some in that uh, Edo. There's one in the Edo district. Yeah, and then uh, oh, there was Townhouse. I forgot about that one. That one got busted. He got he got kicked out. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. That one that one I liked. Tucker, Tucker's house. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't that in Garfield though? What's that? That was uh, what's that one on Garfield by Differential? That was his, but it's he got he they kicked him out. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. that was his. That one, that was the one that yeah. ended. Oh, I was thinking that was the one at uh, Doctor Jason's house in that you know. Yeah, I just remember like I took these people that were in town visiting from like New York. They threw a dart at a map. And I met them at like Anadine, or no, at a sister. And I was like, "Yeah, you guys want to go to a show tomorrow?" And they're like, "Where's it at?" I was like, "It's at someone's house." And they were just like, "What?" And so they sh- they showed up, and they were just like blown away that like I can't even remember who it was. It was like um, Dent Meek or something like uh, somebody like that. That was like at at this fucking house, and you know, and they're like, "How much does it cost?" I was like, "Oh, they'll pass around a hat," and they just couldn't believe that this was a thing. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, we they don't have talk- D- DIY in New York. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. an established like house venue. Or Dent May, but, like, but our, like our, uh, our friend Sabrina puts on some she some has, sick, yeah. sick, sick bangers, yeah, sick yeah. ragers, yeah. And and her neighbors never call the cops, yeah. And uh, and Stephanie too will have bands at her house. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm like, it's it's fair. It's it's yeah. normal enough that we're not like, oh, that's weird. We're well, like, oh, bands. Of, we saw. Remember, we saw you and I saw Buck Meek at the fucking bookstore over here at the roundabout. Was it you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and like 15 people in there, and it's like the dude from uh, Big uh, Big Thief is just like playing in there. Mm-hmm. We were like, what the fuck? And I remember like taking video, and somebody's like, where in the fuck is this? And I was like, it's at the bookstore by the roundabout. And they're like, what? Yeah, it was like you know, super quiet too. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there, like I'm just like with the little can, like 
<laughs> it was like the loudest thing, like exactly. louder yeah. than the music even. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that shit was amazing. But it's like that's that's you know, that's the thing we don't want to go away in our in our our area, our neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. So I got this weird like I you know we don't do politics on the show. It's not a thing, especially not national. If we do, it's local. So I've got something, and I don't know how everybody's going to feel about this because I feel like this is kind of getting swept under the rug. You know, this is going to be about sports, Smiley, but I feel like you're going to be able to, to, it's not really. So we have the, we have the indoor football team, the gladiators, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. I'm aware of this. Okay. Do you know the story I'm about to go through? No. So they, during the pandemic, like Tingley would not let them put on games. Tingley was like, nope, we're not going to, we're not going to go against the state. Yeah. Yeah. Rio Rancho, the Santa Ana Star Center, is like, we'll let you come out here. And they're like, sweet, we have a place we can go. And, you know, they were like hungry because they were like, we want to be able, we don't want to go under, we want to put on show uh, football games. Mm-hmm. So, of course, what does the owner do? He's like, you got to sign this contract that you're going to play here for three years or whatever. Uh-huh. I don't know how many years, but they did that. So now they can't come back until that contract's over. Well, lo and behold, the city of Albuquerque bought artificial turf and installed it in the Rio Rancho Star Center. Why? That's not our town. Mm. (laughs) Mm. A new investigation. This is all from the Albuquerque Journal. Albuquerque bought artificial turf and installed it in Rio Rancho. A new investigation found the purchase violated the New Mexico uh, Constitution. Yeah. So I'm taking my glasses off for this. Here, I'm going to read the article for you. Uh, This is by Jessica Dyer. Uh, She's a staff writer with the journal. Uh, When the New Mexico Gladiators take their uh, field for their home game at Rio Rancho Event Center, the professional indoor football team is stepping onto turf paid for by the city of Albuquerque. Uh, That's a problem, according to a new investigation. In a report released Friday, the city of Albuquerque's Office of Inspector General, or the OIG, determined that $236,622 turf purchase was inappropriate. $200,000 for turf? Yeah. It appears to be a donation slash gift to benefit the privately owned gladiators. The team's logo printed on the field and violates a New Mexico Constitution provision barring public entities from donating to private corporations, the independent city investigators report said. A city attorney, Mayor Keller's administration, and the Gladiators' owner disagree. Of course they do. They say the city receives non-monetary compensation in exchange for the team's temporary use of the playing service in Rio Rancho, though the report raises questions about whether that is true. The OIG was able to obtain sufficient evidence that the use of the city of Albuquerque taxpayer dollars to pay for artificial turf installed in a facility located in another municipality for the benefit of a privately owned entity was a misuse of city funds. Ooh. I agree. Yeah. Inspector General Melissa Santa Stephen wrote, <laughs> the report describes a rushed acquisition process and said documentation shows that many people involved in the turf purchase, city employees, a city attorney, and the turf vendor knew the field was being purchased for use by the gladiators in Rio Rancho. 
Oof. Oof. Oof, Maron. And uh, let's see. Also, according to the report, Albuquerque Parks and Rec Director Dave Simon provided incorrect information when the city council grilled city administrators about the turf during a January 18, 2023 meeting. Multiple counselors questioned why Albuquerque would pay for equipment installed in another city. As anyone would. Simon told the city council the city contributed only $74,000 to the project while the state contributed the rest. However, fucking oh, shady shit. OIG cited records showing the city paid the entire sum and was never reimbursed by the state. Oof. You guys, I'm telling you. I can, I can tell you right now how that gets under my skin. Mm. <laughs> Is that really grinding? Hey, I, was, I was briefly, briefly, <laughs> as a teenager on the uh, Albuquerque Youth Advisory Board, which is an mm-hmm. elected position, and I was required, we were all required to read mm-hmm. the New Mexico State Constitution, okay. just so we knew what was in there, which means all those people probably did too. i sure they did, yeah. which means they knowingly did all this stuff being like, that's totally be, in the Constitution. Shady. shady. Oh my gosh! And thank thank goodness for journalism like this too, because otherwise, yeah. And um, like you know, you just like she, you can tell like this uh, this editor, not editor, but the the journalist yeah. was just like, I got a big story, guys. And it's like we're gonna run this on we're Tuesday. Gonna, we're gonna blow the whole lid <laughs> yeah. up. And you guys got to, with things being exposed like this, especially on the national stage. It used to be that like someone would resign. There'd be like repercussions. But yeah. Not, no, 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 no. Nobody gives a nope, shit. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We stole it. Whatever. Yeah. It's like, what are you going to do? Well, and here's my problem with the fucking thing. Like, I have no issue with us helping out the indoor football team. Like we've gone, Billy and I have gone to the, the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're fun. Now, here's what's fucked up. Every team that we've had that has moved from Albuquerque to the Santa Ana Star Center goes under. Oh, the yeah. Scorpions, gone. Oh, you're right. It's the curse of the, the, s- the Star Center. New Mexico Thunderbirds, our D-League, football, our D-League basketball team that won the D-League championship, which is now the G-League championship our first year, moved out there, gone. So, curse. I mean, both there was the Wildcats indoor football team, gone. There was the Santa Ana Star something or other indoor football team, gone. What makes them think that out of nowhere, the gladiators who who got about three thousand people to go to their their games on a good day at Tingley are going to get someone to drive forty five fucking minutes out there and forty five minutes fucking home after drinking six beers when they couldn't get them to do it with the four other teams. And then we're over here dumping $240,000 of our taxpayer money into something that's probably not going to be there in two years. Well, maybe they're just going to go see the fresh new turf. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I'm telling you, Tendrick Nation, if you ever go to this, it's not the Star Center anymore. It's like the Rio Rancho Center. Is that right? Yeah. So if you go out, it's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Next, actually, no, it's right next to like a fucking dump. <laughs> like, and, literally. I, and I am not exaggerating on the 45-minute drive there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You've driven out there. It's yeah. 45 minutes there. It's 45 minutes home. And that's after you get out of the shitty parking situation. First of all, when you have an old stadium with a bad parking situation, that's understandable. You know, who who knew what was going to happen around the stadium? You have a stadium with nothing the fuck around it. Yeah. Nothing the fuck around it. 
and you already have bad parking. What the fuck? Yeah, some somebody <laughs> uh, back when it was built, like some greenlit this. It's like, mm-hmm. where, where are we going to put this this massive like uh, yeah. s- uh, I guess arena? But it's the but here's what's fucked up too. It's the nicest arena we it have. It's so nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it holds like I think like f- like maybe I don't know. Let's see. I'd say what fifteen thousand. What is it called? Rio Rancho Event Center. Yeah, Rio, Rio Rancho Event Center. It used to be called the Star Center. It was a part of these. Um, uh, that Pueblo out there is that is let right. uh, Santa, Santa Ana, the Santa Ana Star Center. It was called the Santa Ana Star Center, and uh, uh, the, in the one of the, uh, six thousand for hockey, up to seventy five hundred for rodeos and concerts. Oh, okay, Never so mind. it's not so it's not massive. No, but it's but it, but, it, but it's nice. It's it, really nice. It, I mean, it makes Tingley look like fucking. I mean, Tingley's a dump. <laughs> Let's just fucking be. <laughs> See, and this make this takes it all the way back around. Like somebody goes. Somebody goes, well, they need to, like, put some money into Tingly. No, we don't. The only money they need to put into it is tearing it to the ground, then build a new one right there. Yeah. That place is a shithole. Um, I, I, I can't just... Dis- they, they, don't, they don't do the PBR there anymore. You know why? Because the fucking lights went out. So you know how much the, the PBR, the Pro Bowl, Pro, Pro, Pro Bowl, Rodeo, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. the fucking bull riding. Do you know how much the money that makes? A ton. A fucking shitload. Whenever it comes into town, like they do it in the pit now. The reason why, and I'll tell you why they do it in the pit now. So the PBR, like, I mean, a ticket to the PBR, like, if you want, like, front row, I mean, it's like five 500 bucks. Yeah. You know? So it brings in hella money, and it's packed. And when they had it, the last time they had it at Tingley, the fucking lights went out. Oh, jeez. And no one knew how to turn them on. So you're sitting. Okay. So. No one knew. No one was there. No one knew. No one worked there. And so finally, they they finally got it back on, and they had to like delay it like an hour. And the PBR people were like, "Never again." You're like we bring, we give you this much money, and you just go, "Yeah, fuck you." It's like I don't know what's going on, yeah. guys. Like, don't yeah. look at me. Right. <laughs> I just work here. <laughs> yeah, I but see, like, I all I know is, is when I see like a concert or something, like the like fucking. Uh, it was uh, Ice Cube and like West Side Connection and Warren G and Too Short all were out there. Like I saw that, like I saw the sign. I was like, "Oh shit, they're coming here!" And then I, went, and then I saw, I was like, uh, "Santa Ana Star Center." And I went, ah, "Nah." <laughs> I think I wanted to see Lil Wayne last oh, year, geez. but but no, I'm not. You're not gonna try. That's like fucking forty five. It's like no, no, East Phoenix. No, listen. Like first of all, first of all. <laughs> It's 45 minutes if you just, with no traffic. No traffic. So imagine getting out of that show uh-huh. and then just waiting 45 minutes oh, just to man. get out. And it's on like a two-lane mm-hmm. highway. It's like a whole fucking event just do, to go to that fucking thing. Do they have hotels out there? Cause no, it seems fuck like, no. See, I mean, this is like when I go up to see something in Santa Fe. I'm like, I might as well just get a hotel because well, see, that's, that's at least 45 okay. minutes away. But see, that makes sense, though, because Santa Fe is like a, pl- a destination. This is a place where, you know, if you br- if you might go out there, you might go watch a show, you might break down and then die because everything is so far from where you're at that, you know, no one can help you. I think the only thing, like, <laughs> the thing that's closest to it is like a Walgreens, like maybe like an Unser or well, whatever. All right, well, let's be fair. So here's the whole thing. Rio Rancho is a theoretical city. That they're that they've started building because of Intel, and they chose like this one area out in the middle of the desert, and they went, "This will be downtown." And they built the Santa Ana Star Center, which is now Rio Rancho Center. They built an HP 
call center that's probably like empty now. Mm-hmm. A high school, Cleveland, Cleveland, and a uh, courthouse. Uh, not a courthouse. What do they call that? The main municipal, uh, like a city hall. City hall, and then nothing. <laughs> and we're talking and nothing. Nothing. And I'm, like I'm saying, you will drive for miles, go over a hill, and then there's a hundred houses, and then nothing for miles, and then a hundred houses and a fire station. It is the fucking weirdest thing. Oh my gosh. Weird. Am I wrong on? Am I? Did, am I making any of that up? Not really. No. Have you? I mean, it's like it's like sand dunes too. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah. the desert, and yeah. it's like so like the, it's so structurally un, like you yep. know you drive through it and you just wonder like you, the found- you wonder yourself all like, <laughs> the, the, what an interesting thing. The other crazy thing about it is there's a movie Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched it? No. There's no women in it. It's all men. But it was based on a play. Uh, Alec Baldwin pre killing someone on the set of Rust uh, has one of the best monologues in a movie of all time in that movie. Is this and, about sales? Yes. I have seen it. And they're talking about the Glengarry leads, and it's all these all this real estate that they're going to sell people. Well, the actual it's actually based on a thing, and it's out there in the fucking middle of nowhere near Rio Rancho. And all these people from New York were like called and like, oh, man, you can buy this land. Look how cheap it is. You can move here, build a house. No water. <laughs> no water. <laughs> Whoops, the Glen, the Glen Gary leads. And, like like, the, and the crazy thing is, is, say like, I don't know, mm-hmm. climate change is a thing, and say now we get more rainfall. Say that happens. What's going to happen is like, what if it rains a bunch? Uh, that thing's all going to sink into the ground. Oh yeah, <laughs> slide off the hill. Yeah, you know, someone's probably like, we'll build our house right there on that bluff so that we have an, a nice valley we can look down into. Ten years later, your house has slid down. Yeah, into your, the valley. Your, your house is cracked in half mm-hmm. because, like, oh yeah. And these houses are just like cookie cutter, yep. like, uh, like wannabe, like McMansion kind of things. Not even McMansion. Oh, so yeah. like, like a you know, like a cookie cutter house mm-hmm. and build a pot like sand dunes. Well, every, I'm sure every city. They, they, they have the same like they have they have same amount of rooms as any like normal house that you'd want, except for some reason they're all bigger. Well, and, and and they're bigger. They got bigger ceilings. They got bigger space. They got yeah. bigger walls. And you're like, but there's still only like six rooms in this house. Well, what the hell? It, it cracks me up because like every TikTok <laughs> video from some like white lady, you look at their house and they all have like that, that uh, they have their sink and their stove and all that. And then on the other side is like the bar that people could like pull a stool up to. Mm-hmm. And in the vaulted ceilings, they're those houses. Yep. And so... When you go into an area, they're, they'll they'll and they're going to build you a house. They'll pull up four different floor plans, where every other like house is one of the four houses. So your house is the exact same house that someone has four houses down. You know, and then and then you look out your bedroom window and you can see in your neighbor's bedroom window because your houses are literally like four feet apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and on the exact same level. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, so uh, Tendring, well, if you don't from here, just look up Rio Rancho. Yeah. Or like... Hey, that's where Holly lives. She loves it. Oh, he's, well, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Good, good, good for them, you know? <laughs> and also, like, no one no one, no one, one describes to people when they, they get land out here that when it rains, it's the equivalent of, like, if I just poured water on this table. Yeah. It doesn't, have, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. It just kind of sits there and eventually moves to the lowest spot. 
Oh yeah, like that watershed they have is probably like trash. Oh man, <laughs> which means it's just going to take all the soil out from underneath your building right. every time. It, every time it rains. But you know, two hundred forty thousand dollars of our taxpayer money is now in Rio Rancho as turf for for two hundred people to watch a football game every you know two twice a week or once a week or you know that's Gosh. cool. That's cool. Thanks, Mayor Keller. I would like you know what with like the investigation that something like good happens maybe 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 the, our our beloved gladiators like come home come home and come not come home but every, you know no gladiators no, come no, home That's no right. no bad press is still good press so yeah. everyone's like we got to go fucking like protest but we'll still watch the game kind of thing yeah well, I mean, fill, it, fill it up. Fill up the the, the 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 center or whatever. The cool thing about the gladiators are is they actually win. Like they've won the champion. They won. Oh, the, yeah. They won the league. Like whatever league they were in, they won the championship two years in a row. So then they decided to move up to a harder league, and then that's when the pandemic happened. Our friend Dan, I think he's still the announcer there. I don't oh, that's know. Right. Maybe Dan is like I don't know, man. They're like Dan, you want to come announce the games out at uh, Rio Rancho? And he's like, yeah, I don't know. I've had people offer me free passes. To the gladiators out there, and I was like, "Are you guys still playing the Rio Rancho?" And they go, "Yeah." I went, nah, no, 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 no. I mean, just to be fair, like people from Rio Rancho aren't going to come to Albuquerque either, so it's kind of like this weird rivalry we have yeah, with them. Yeah, yeah. Because we talk shit about them all the time. I'm sure. Oh like, yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, fucking like Albuquerque." They probably well, call it the sewer or something. I'm, I'm lazy. I mean, I won't even. <laughs> the cure is coming to his lead, and I'm like, "Nah, that's way too far." Yeah. That's a whole other thing, too. Like, that's way out there. Well, yeah. that's way out there. I'm like, it's I don't know, not, man. It's not from where we are here. No, it's... I would... It's right past the airport. Have you ever had to walk from Isleta? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. But here's the fucking problem with Isleta. It's another one of those fucking situations where Isleta Amphitheater, it's our big amphitheater where all the big, like, summer shows are at. Papa Roach plays there. <laughs> P. Roach? P. That's Roach true? plays there? Yeah. Is that right? P. Roach? <laughs> uh... Peter Cetera will play there. Yeah. Peter Cetera. I would go see Peter Cetera. Me too. So, I'd love to see Peter Cetera. <laughs> like a knight in shining armor from a long time ago. Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, but uh, it's another one of those places where there's nothing around it. And they're like, the situation to get in and out of it is just shit. Sorry. That's how it is. And it's like, there's nothing around this. Fix it. Fix it now. <laughs> Fix it. Fix it before... If everything is built around it, you know what I mean. Yeah, at least put a Chick Fil A out there. Or there's, something. Th- but there's not really that's there's nothing to put out there. You're right. There's nothing like that. That is literally as close to the city limits mm-hmm. of Albuquerque mm-hmm. as they could put that. It's out in the middle of nowhere, and go ahead and put four lanes. You know what I mean. That would be great. We if don't. We sh- don't need a two lane road. <laughs> Just expand the road. So then, like when a concert. Okay, let me explain to people. We have a concert. It's a concert venue that holds. Th- uh, fuck, I don't know. Let's Ten thousand is let a amphitheater, and it used to be it's cha- it used to be the Journal Pavilion. I Every, still yep. call it a journal, and it went to Hard Rock Amphitheater. Yeah, and now it's just the Letta Amphitheater. Uh, it holds fifteen thousand people. Okay, so fifteen thousand people are at a concert. Concert ends, two lane road out. <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. what in the fuck. Now the funny one was is like I was stuck, and it's only it's not even a big two lane road. No. It's this close to a, a like a frontage. It's road. It's a farm road. It's like a farm two two lane farm road, and like I remember when I went and saw Dylan the first time, and we're leaving and we're caught in the traffic jam to leave, 
and these this truck, this van full of like older people, pulls up next to us, and the window rolls down, and this old lady flashes his, flashes her boobs at us. Oh hell yeah! And I was like, wow. And someone's like, what would you think? They're like, they're like, wow, the old boobs. I was like, mm, still boobs though, still good, still good, <laughs> still boobs. I just. I just don't know why we don't utilize the pit more, unless it's too expensive for this kind I don't of stuff. Know. Yeah, I don't know either. That's a good question. I yeah. always assumed it was falling apart. Because you know what? Let me let, let me throw like let's flip the negative to a positive. Isotopes games, UNM Lobo games, UNM Lobo basketball games. When they end, you don't sit in a fucking traffic jam for fucking forty five minutes. Yeah, the free air is right there. You, you get the fuck out. Yeah, You're gone, <laughs> gone. Uh, United Games, get the fuck out! You're gone. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's three lanes that go down to the, yeah, right to the freeway, right? Because right, it right makes fucking there. sense. Because whoever decided to put all those arenas together was smart. They're all. We should have at least three lanes that goes directly to the freeway. Because you can either go, you can either go to Gibson, you can either go to the freeway, you can go to Letter Cole, or you can drive up to University. And it's already on Cesar Chavez. Yeah, I'm telling you when like. When Taylor Swift and I are best friends, when she decides to go to T Swift, when she tries to play Albuquerque, mm-hmm. like, do not go to Rio Rancho. No, do not go to fucking Isleta. Mm-hmm. Just put it at the pit, or or in the freaking like uh, the, the the stadium, like uh, the UNM Lobo Stadium. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things that's like no, I, you're all sunshine, sunshine baby, all the way, <laughs> sunshine. Dude, I know a guy. Dude, I got to go to the so Saturday night uh, or Friday night. You, did you did you ever end up at the? No, I, had, I, I was working my too. So, late. Baby Ketten uh, karaoke was was at uh, Moonlight for a private event. Oh, it was great. So then uh, I was sitting there, and I'm talking to Joe, and I said, "Man, one of these days you need to take me down to the green room at Sunshine's. I've never been in there." Oh shit! And he goes, well, "Let's go." So we go, we go, we go, we go down there. It's fucking nice. Really? It's the nicest green room I've been in in, in Albuquerque. It's, I heard there's like a, it's really hard to get in there. It's like super yeah. like... Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how the fuck people don't get injured. Uh-huh. So it's like... Have you been to the El Rey green room? Yes. So it's down in the basement, right? Mm-hmm. Same. But it is like one of those like... If you go to like an old northern New Mexico house that has stairs and the stairs are like... the. Uh, like six inches, <laughs> yeah. Like six your foot, like, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like my foot is like a twelve. So I like literally have a one foot. So like when I step on the step, like half of my foot is off of the stairs, yeah. and, I, and it winds. Like it does like a ninety degree angle left. But you get down there, it's big. Oh, that's like the chemo. There's actually Weird two. Shaking. There's there's two green rooms. There's the main green room, and then there's a smaller one for the opener. So the oh, opener gets their own. Holy shit. But the main one has like a big 60-inch TV. It's got, and uh, I think they can watch, I don't know if they can watch the opener, but there's a 60-inch TV and there's like an Xbox down there so they can play games. Oh, nice. And Joe was like, yeah, like the Dirty Head dudes were like, uh, we had to tell them that they had to go on they had to quit playing. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty funny. But it's nice. It's actually really nice. I was like shocked. It's nicer than the L-Rays, but L-Rays is not bad. Yeah. You know, it's pretty cool. I don't know where the cocaine went, but you know. They didn't show me the the ledge they do the coke off of. I would I would be that person that would like forge like a little like cubby hole in like the ground and under brick and leave cocaine down there for <laughs> oh, the next wow. time I played there. Right? That's awesome. You're just like, let's see if this still happens. So it's not like super like uh It's big. Like rock and roll. There's like 
stickers and graffiti everywhere. No, no, no. Nope. Good, good. No, it's painted red. It's all red. It's bigger than this room. It's probably like this room and a half. I would be super yeah. claustrophobic. I wouldn't hang out there. I'd be. Hmm. I, would, I would hope it's tall. It's not even short. I'm telling you though, like. Mm-hmm. Ever since Great White or whatever that oh, band has a fucking yeah. fire, it's like I'm I'm getting out. I'm, I need to first exit. Yeah, I need some because of course my band's gonna have pyro. But <laughs> once that shit happens, like I want to be not in the fucking basement. Yeah, he's got a good point. How close to the fire exit is this green room? Not not too close. Well, I'll, I'm gonna explain it to you. So like when you look at the stage at the Sunshine now, where the drummer sits. Mm-hmm. There's like a back curtain, right? Yeah. If the drummer, like if a drummer on a show, like that's like right behind the drummer is where the stairs are going down. Mm-hmm. So the bands will come up, like like curve around, yeah, and then they're, like they're literally coming up where the drummer is at mm-hmm. behind him, and then they're like probably walking over and then turning around the curtain. So it kind of looks like the green room is off to the right. It's not. It's right, right behind right. the yeah, drummer yeah. downstairs. It's weird. Nice. I've been backstage um, yeah. when, um, what the fuck is that band called? Uh, Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> like, I was, I got backstage. Ooh. And so, like, it was just, I saw, like, where we got to, yeah. you know, where it goes into the alley next to, like, Second Street. Mm-hmm. And I get to walk through there. And it was kind of, I never got the green room. Though. Actually, I'd say, you know who, who has the better green room? Is the Kiva. Kiva's got a better green room. I've been back there. It's nice. nice. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's big. It has a bathroom. It has it has two rooms. It has mm-hmm. the one that has the little bathroom area. So. I went to, yeah. I, no, it's like it's the, when I went to that green room. It was it looked like a dressing room, like with the big like um, mirrors with the bulbs and stuff. Yeah. Like somebody was back you mean there. The Kiva or chemo? Kiva. Okay. Uh, no, the, oh, Kiva. No, no, no. Yeah. I haven't been. I went to chemo. No, no I've, yeah, I've, see, I've, I was like, I'm on, I've Billy's not been dis- there. Billy's describing the chemo dress. Yes, you uh, have. Uh, yes, you did. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We went. We were backstage at the Shins. Yeah, that's right. That's the green room. It looks like a freaking like a like a like a lunch room. That's yeah. a green. That's, that's that was the pictures. That was the green room. Yeah, it looks like a convention center. It's but it's huge. I mean, that's what I meant. It looked like I was well, like, are you guys- there's another little side room with like a couch and like a bathroom. Yeah, it looks like a break room. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's still nice. Yeah, yeah it's nice. Yeah. I mean, when they deck it out with full, I mean, here's the thing though. We saw it like stripped down. Like I've been in there when they've had like full buffet shit and you're like, oh, you know, like you really think, you know, like here, here's the thing that blows my mind. Growing up, like everybody's like, we've got backstage passes. And that was like growing up in the 80s. In early '90s, backstage passes meant a whole lot different fucking thing than they do now. Yeah, you know, you're like, we got backstage passes. People, are you fucking asshole? You're so lucky, man. You're gonna <laughs> fucking party with the band. No, <laughs> it just, it's just not like like. When, well, now there's like a meet and greet that you can just sign up for. It's well, no, like or pay for. Yeah, well, like every time I've gone backstage for like a big band, now it's like, hey, how are you guys doing? Good, good. Thank you guys for coming out. Cool. Right. Cool. You guys want some water or uh, maybe a beer? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. No, Chris, because you had the rock star experience in Santa Fe when the shins went through. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna really like. Let me have another. One. Let me let me have another. I'm gonna explain to you. We made it that way because <laughs> they were ready. Just like oh, it's like they would have they would have went to the bus. Uh huh. They would have went and played some PlayStation because like we walk in and they're like. <laughs> 
here was the spread that the shins had at the at the uh, Santa Fe Opera. They had a vegetable tray. They had a meat tray, a vegetable fruit tray, a meat tray, one bottle of Jameson, a cooler of Modelo and Tecate. Done. <laughs> that was all. And James went to the bus and got his uh, um, speaker, his little oh, like Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> and, and then other than me, James, maybe one of the other members of the band, Marty, Josh, Tiff, everyone else was like on their laptop or like on their phone uh-huh and that was it <laughs> like everyone everyone else is just like cool thing hey guys nice to meet you guys you know it, it was it, we were the ones like shotgunning beers in the i would say yeah. it got it kind of got to that point when we went when at the kiva mm-hmm. like this, we got tammy and the yeah. shins guys like arm wrestling and it's like there was like we drank all the liquor like, yeah all the liquor was, was gone there was none there was hardly any yeah yeah. yeah. well there's a wine whoever and that girl's like i got i mixed uh she made some mixed drink in that thing mm-hmm. that big jug with the spigot oh, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. nasty <laughs> you know but i'm talking like when you were a kid i remember going to fucking bon jovi skid row first show i ever went to and there's like women in like like a leather bra. Oh yeah, like two, like a two <laughs> top. Yeah, a le- like a see-through, a see-through skirt. Uh huh. And like they're Lace, all like a like mesh. Yeah, and they're all walking to the backstage area, and I'm just like, fuck, oh, man, they're just fucking going nuts back there. Like you see the behind the music Def Leppard, and they're like, yeah, we took a break on the stage, and we were fucking a mom and a daughter under the stage, and da 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 da. And you're like, Jesus Christ. And like nowadays, they're like. Yeah, well, I need to take some ibuprofen. My arm hurts, and uh, it's good that you guys came out. These are my parents. They, yeah, <laughs> the parents, like, <laughs> yeah. and the grandparents, and the grandparents, parents, and grandparents. <laughs> and I'm like, kids running around. Yeah, there's little kids running around. They don't give a shit about nothing. They're like, they just want to go home and play Minecraft. And <laughs> <laughs> the backstage experience has definitely fucking changed. You know, yeah, what's your dad do? He makes so much noise. Yeah, I'm sure that's. <sighs> I'm g- guarantee you that. P. Mm. Roach is going to have a pretty lit backstage. Jacoby Shaddix is like, yeah, cut my life in two pieces. Or like Sugar Ray. You missed. Replaced. You weren't here for the Michael Thunder show. You missed my uh, my Limp Biscuit impressions. Oh yeah, he was. <laughs> Go get do now. Get the fuck up. <laughs> See, Limp Biscuit now. What happened? No, I'm sure sure Fred Durst is pretty chill now. Yeah, West Borland just sits over in a corner and broods. Yeah. Probably like uh, mm. got high blood pressure. Yeah. He needs to like he quit smoking. Like, Set the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I, this might be kind of a random question, yeah. but have, have you guys been to this uh, Revel place yet? I have not. <gasps> I keep hearing about it. I've got tickets to the Mars Volta, so okay. I don't. I'm gonna go. I, yeah. So here's what I understand. Have you been five hundred five food hall? No. Have you been to wait, wait, is the, one the, market? the one downtown? Yes. Yes, I have been there. So imagine if that had a stage and venue area. It's like that. That's what I keep hearing. Yeah. And, it, and it really makes me kind of scared. And God, I just what I hear, it's like sandbar vibes. <laughs> so oh, here we go. It's going to be one of those things like. Brennan says, if only we can fly. I just want to fly. fly. Sugar Ray? Do you think Sugar Ray has a good backstage? Uh, you know, I think... That's a good question. Who it, do you think fucking parties backstage still? What <laughs> bands are doing that? 
I mean, there's bands that try to hold on to that kind of like mm-hmm. aesthetic and like nostalgia. Like that's Steel Panther. That kind of like uh, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. probably try too hard and to make it that oh, way. He says, "My generation lip biscuit." <laughs> I would say now, like people like from the '90s that you know. Um, what do you think, Machine Gun Kelly? You think he's got a party in? Oh yeah, backstage definitely. area. And the thing is, it's not sustainable. No. So you think you think uh, what's her name was was fine with that? Uh, what's his girlfriend's name? Uh, I don't. Know. The, yeah, you do. The Megan Fox. Megan Fox. They're not together anymore. Oh, but oh wait, what? 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 Yeah, they're not together anymore. And get with it, Chris. Wow. So according to TikTok, she's like that's like Pete Davidson's new like Bart Mar- Oh shit, was that? <laughs> Megan. I was gonna Megan Fox single. No, uh, Pete Davidson's No, 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 no. He's not dating Megan Fox. No, that was like the new, like, oh. they should be dating because, you know, because Pete Davidson gets any girl he wants. I'm telling you. So I would say. Hold on. Because um, he's got someone else already. They got in a car wreck the other day. How do you guys know this? TikTok. I got rid of TikTok for 24 hours. was like, I got, I need, so, I need to, like, yeah. revisit my. Chase, Chase Sweet. I don't know who that is. I don't either. Let's find out. Regain a little bit of my attention span okay. because these TikToks, you know, some of them, these TikToks are like a minute long. It's like, that's too long. I mean, there you go. Yeah, go back to Vines. There she is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. They got in a car wreck the other day. He hit someone's house or something. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you didn't see that? Uh, <laughs> they said he, they said he started a new band called Megas, Megan Fox Thumbs. <laughs> Fucking Brandon. <laughs> Brandon, who do you think, what band do you think has a, has a great backstage area party, like party 80s style, Motley Crue? Uh, uh, someone says, uh, James Free says, TikTok is destroying my attention span. That's what I'm telling you. That's why I deleted it for like 24 hours. But you didn't. You leave, took it back. You came back. Well, I, was, I, got, I came home yesterday. And I was waiting for a girlfriend to get in town. You went back to the, the, the rug store. And so <laughs> I'm just sitting I in the chair. It's like, what am I going to do? Like, um, just, you know, just having some beers. God damn it. I'm just going to download TikTok. Because there's this new, I don't know what you would call it. Like deep, deep faking like somebody's yeah. voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there is a series on TikTok of like Donald Trump, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, yeah, talking about hardcore punk, <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. See, I'm like people like they need to outlaw that, but I'm kind of here for that. Yeah, this is the voice just talking I'm about like the scene and like they're all. Oh, I went to a Fugazi show and uh, it was pretty awesome. Except uh, they didn't allow, uh, they didn't let you but pit. They uh they didn't have any merch to sell. Yeah, imagine that would be Donald Trump's voice, and he has like this weird ass like fucking like turnstile shirt on, yeah. or like, <laughs> uh, or like like like, like, and then, like Joe Biden's wearing like a Jesus peace shirt, like that the hardcore bit. Oh god, it's so funny, and they always make fun of nails and uh, code orange. Anyway, it's it's hilarious. So I wanted to see the new one that came out, mm-hmm. and that's why I read that on TikTok. So Brent, Brandon's saying the band that parties the hardest is Petra. Oh, I don't don't not familiar. Or Mylon Mylon Lefebvre? Le, I don't know. Lefebvre? I don't uh, know. I don't know how you say that. I don't think like um, I think Brandon's making shit up. I would say that like the what we know as, you know, kind of these like punk <laughs> bands, like these like a newer Petra's punk bands. Petra's a Christian band. 
Son of a bitch. You got me. You got me. I remember when I was a kid and I heard that, like, I was listening to Striper. and I, someone. I, man, I bet they party like crazy people. <laughs> they know they're going to heaven. I remember when I was a kid and, and I was listening to Striper and some dude's like, I went to the Striper show and they threw Bibles into the crowd. So I threw mine back and I was like, dude, that's metal. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> he's all both are Christian metal bands. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, then I remember someone telling me that at White Snake they threw out like condoms that had, they were white and they had like the snake on them. And I was like, oh, that's metal. That's, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty badass. But Brand I guarantee, condoms. but I guarantee you like these, like even these metal bands now, it's, it, they're just such like a new economic way to be smart about being in a band that can't involve drug use and a lot of fucking, because this, you know, this is your job. No mm. one's going to insure Yeah, no, no, no one's, no one's going to like, you sign a label, sign to a label. You have to fucking pay that back, and you're not yeah. you're not making as much money as you would back in the day. So they, you know these these new bands, like these metal bands, these punk bands, like you would think that they're kind of like right partying. They're not going to be that way anymore. Yeah, because I'm looking at like the 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 rock legends that party the most, and none of them, none of them are still really rolling. That's because none of them are insurable. I'm no, telling you. Number ten, Dave Navarro. Which I'm like, does Dave Navarro tour by himself? Number nine, Billy Idol, who's going on tour, I think. Hell yeah. I bet he's still, like, he's, he's residual yeah. money's, like, yeah. royalties when it's still, you know, you can actually make a living. Oh, yeah. Then he can, uh, he, he's allowed to party. Number, I bet you, yeah. I bet you he can. Number eight, John Bonham, dead. Uh, Rod Stewart, number seven, too old. Number six, Nikki Six. I think uh, he already sober. Died, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's sober. Uh, number five, Vince Neil. Not sober, but probably, you know. Well, I mean, that's how he got sober. He number died. four, Keith Richards, still partying. Number three, Aerosmith, I don't know. Two, Ozzy Osbourne, retired. Number one, Keith Moon, dead. So. Party a lot. Mm-hmm. So who came out the winner on that one? We did. The fans. <laughs> the fans. <laughs> that's right. Because uh, we get these cool shows like The Dirt. Uh, and then, uh, you know what You know what show I want to watch again? Is Decline of the Western Civilization to the Metal Years? Oh gosh! And apparently, a lot of it's fake. <laughs> so, so, so he's not chugging that fifth of vodka. I don't know. I think it's all act. Brandon says Corey Feldman and the Angels are the hardiest party. Here's here's my okay. Th- that I, sounds. I was thinking of Corey Feldman today. Here's what what has ruined like Corey Feldman going on talk shows and doing this like band like. Now, when I go watch Corey Feldman in like like the Burbs or or the Goonies, all I could think about is how fucking weird and shitty he is now, and it ruins the old shit for me. Really? I don't know. Yes, oh, it doesn't work like retroactively. No. Where we're I'm like I'm like oh, but I remember how good he was in all these movies. He mm. can act like a weirdo all he wants. Yeah. I think I sent you a TikTok about him. Like he's playing in like fucking Fayetteville, Arkansas, or some oh, shit. Gosh. Like it's just like no, no, not even that. Like a smaller town than that. Uh-huh. No, and, Fayetteville makes sense. That's the college town. Yeah. So anyway, it's him performing in front of like a hundred people Oof. in like this like you know county fair or something. Yeah, that sounds about right. No, Fayetteville is the college town. They have venues there. Smiley's from Arkansas, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm all no man. That's that's Fayetteville. That's, but Fayetteville's like small too, right? Like yeah, like, I mean. Like uh, 10,000, I would I don't say? Know. Yeah, I don't know. Hold on, let's check this out. You have to look it up. How big is Fayetteville, Arkansas? What's the population? <laughs> oh, it's like 93,000. That's a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Corey Feldman size. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a sustainable Corey Feldman, like, 
I'm fairly certain it's like the only like liberal college in Albuquerque. So, well, or what, in in Arkansas, <clears throat> sorry. Well, I mean that's like Clovis. Clovis has the the Clovis City Music Festival, and like they had Night Ranger play there. They had Winger, and I was like, "What the fuck, Winger?" Didn't you watch like a, a, a guy recently where like he was just drinking the entire night? Oh yeah, and we're talking like, oh dude, that's that's who parties is fucking uh, um, Roger Klein. Okay, yeah, Roger yeah, Klein, yeah. Right, like there's a band called Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. Uh, they did the th- like the thing everybody like no one ever knows who they are. The the thing that they did they did two songs that were huge. One is called Banditos, and the other is the theme song to King of the Hill. Anyway, so Roger Klein he always is like a you know he's an independent musician. He has his own label. He refuses to be on a major label, and he's put out like nine or ten albums like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Has a huge festival down in Rocky Point, brings about like four or five thousand people every year to it. Oh shit! Okay. And uh, he comes here like like every time he comes here. Now Joe knows I like him, so every time he comes here, Joe lets me know before the tickets go on sale. <laughs> and so this year they did Launchpad, and he's like, the day of they're like, uh, most of the band has COVID, so it's it's going to be Roger, and the bass player. And I've met both of them. And so they put that on their Facebook. And I'm like, cool. So I show up with, with my my date. And there are people that I know that are like, I've, they're like, this sucks, man. The whole band is not going to be here. And I was like, have you seen them before? And they're like, I've seen them five times. Okay. Have you seen them with just Roger and the bass player? No. Well, I think this is going to be a f- complete. I don't understand that. It's like, this is going to be a fucking experience whether, you know. Yeah. And he gets up there with the bass player, and they gave Barney orders. They're like, we're going to play an hour and a half set. Roger wants four margaritas in that hour and a half. I want you to bring him four margaritas. (laughs) Okay? So then we counted it during that set, not including a flask that someone handed him out of the crowd. He did, him and the bass player did nine shots of whiskey during an hour and a half. So he did nine shots of whiskey, four margaritas, and then whatever was in the flask that the dude handed him out of the crowd. Jesus. And the, get, the bass player gets up during one of the songs, and he's, he's in the launch pad. He's standing in front of the monitors. He falls forward into the crowd. They catch him. They push him back up, and he, like, backs over the monitor, and he goes back to the microphone. And he goes, well, that was embarrassing. <laughs> And I'm like, that was fantastic. And then, like, Roger goes on to tell, like, all these stories. It's kind of like a storyteller. He's like, man, I've been playing Albuquerque since, you know, the late 90s. He goes, I remember when we came here and it was a bar called, oh, gosh. Caravans East? No, it was what Leo's was. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like, not Smiley's, but something like that. I don't know. It was before my time. Like, Smiling Joe's or something. And he goes, we would play there. And the and the bikers would show up and they would flip out because we did the song Banditos, and he goes, "This song's not about you." <laughs> and he was so drunk and he just kept he was like singing he sang Banditos, and like it's not about you. He was like drunkenly screaming that into the crowd. <laughs> and after the show was over, there was a lot of people that were like, "That was a lot of fun." I'm like, "See, I don't understand." Like, if you want to hear what the band plays on the CD, just go listen to the CD or yeah. just go to the Spotify. But if you want to, you show up to a live show and somebody does some shit like that. 
That was so fun. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they did everything. They did every song you wanted them to hear, you know? I mean, does that ever, ever happen? Like, like Hank the Train Hancock or whatever his name was, was wasted. And people were like, oh, I'm not going to stay for this. I can't believe you guys allowed him to get like this. Well, the venues aren't the fucking babysitter, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I saw Wayne the Train, Wayne the Hank, Wayne the Train Hancock. I saw Wayne the Train Hancock do a two and a half hour set blitzed yeah, out of his sense. fucking mind, and it was amazing. For a second there, I was like, I don't know who you're talking I'm about. Sorry. Wayne. Wayne, Wayne the Train Hancock is, is a fucking party animal to this day. You know who probably parties in the green room? Party uh, is uh, Hank the Third. Oh, I imagine. I bet. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That one sounds. Hank Three. I've never seen him. He's been here like 20 times and I've never went. Yeah, I think it's it would be like everyone we know would yeah. go to that show. Do you guys want to take a little break? Sure. Yeah. I want to yeah, cuz I want to talk about something in the, in the next whatever however long we go. About uh we got asked to do a live show. Okay. Oh, I want to hear the details because I was I'm curious. I think you told me a little bit. I did. Yeah, yeah. But Billy was Billy was Hank the Train. Yeah, I was Wayne the, the Train. train. <laughs> he was Wayne the Training at the no, but uh, Smiley hasn't heard. I have not. You know, and uh, I'm usually, you know, you know how I feel about uh, live shows. Yes. I'm not excited. I told the I told the person, but uh, he sold me on it. So. Oh, okay. But it's okay. going to take an effort from a lot of us. All right. And I like the idea. So anyway, that's going to be mid-April. It's going to be an event. It's not going to be uh we just show up and do a show. It's going to be an actual event. So All right. okay. we'll get into that. So uh, you guys have anything to promote? I will be at Tiny Grocer uh, here on the 16th of Thursday in Old Town with Perry and the f- FAQs. F- FAQs. Did you not have a show last night? There was something that was advertised. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was last night. What we, was that? It was a show at... God, I can't remember that fucking uh, record store. Never, it was a record store. What was that about? So anyway, we got asked to play the show with Dunes, who who we Mm. play with at Echoes. They come play with us, but our we couple of our guys got sick. Oh, I was trying to figure that out because you didn't go, and I was like, "Did Billy get kicked out of the band? What happened there?" No, so like uh, he's testing positive. His first his first go around. It's been this long, so he's got a congrats. Got got the COVID. Yeah, I was like, congrats. (laughs) <laughs> what? You got anything else? Um, no. Um, actually, we do have another show. I think it's on the 29th. Um, and that's uh, the directory. And we're playing somewhere. Yeah, we got a show before then. You can tell people. Yeah, totally. Smiley, got anything going on? Um, I don't. But if I tell you about things I did this week and forgot them, right? Does that mm-hmm. sound? Does that count? Sure. No, probably not. No. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. Uh, we'll tell the story about uh, what's coming up. Uh, live shows. Yeah, so stick around, you posers. Uh, with that, we are, we are 10, 10 Drink, drink minimum. minimum. Oh, man. It's the Holly Inn slash Wavy Hour. Billy is here. Hey, guys. Sponsored by Topo Chico because they pay me when I do. <laughs> Smiley's here. Almost. Hey, guys. What's going on? Man. So. I got kind of faded a little on Friday. I went over and talked to so the guy from Echoes, which is former Burt's, former Dingo Bar. He hit me up and he's like, hey, one of your friends, allegedly, <laughs> who came in here allegedly, said that you guys should do a podcast here. And I'm like, 
okay. So I go and I talk to the guy. And I'm like, so who's this alleged friend? It was Polly. I know. I was I was uh, I was meaning to talk to you about this. <laughs> okay. This is the uh this mm-hmm. is, I was I was hoping this is what you were going to talk about. Mhm. First of all, what's Polly doing with the, you know, throwing us out there like that? No, I'm fine with it. I, I think it's actually fine. No, I I I thought it was a good idea too. Really? I did. I did. Why do you think it's a good idea? I want to hear this. Um because uh because I want the that street to to have places again. Okay. That's true. No, no, and I'm for it. And um that's why I went and talked to the guy. So he so I go and I do the spiel. You know, I'm like, you know, we don't we don't want to do a PA cuz then people want to talk over us all that shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "No. No, no, no." He goes, if someone comes and they want to talk over you, then we're going to ask them to leave. And I'm like, okay. He's like, actually, what I want to do is I want to make this an event where it's like you guys are doing a podcast that's there. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, well, are you going to be on the stage with us? And he's like, well, why would I? I was like, well, you have attachments to the dingo bar, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, well, why don't we turn this into a retrospective dingo bar Burt's Tiki Lounge show. And he said, interesting. I said, we go up there, we're on stage. We have all four of us. We have an audience mic. We make the event. We post it in, I don't know if you know this, there's a Dingo Bar Facebook group. It's pretty big. Okay. Post it in there. Um, push a lot of people to show up. Like, I want it to become a story show where we all, all tell right. stories about because i didn't i never went to dingo bar either I. I never went there one time i uh i remember dropping my mom off there so she could see a show yeah that's um, it's, it's that's but, how before the time it was but the amount of people and i said and i said here's what i want to do like we want to do this mid-april i want to make the event i invite everyone i know billy invites everyone he knows smiley invites everyone he knows this dude invites uh, i think his name is jake invites everyone he knows and in the thing, we're like, here's here's some of the things we want to talk about and or find out. Who has the Burt's T.E. Lounge sign? Who has the Captain Ahab painting? Yeah. What happened to the fish? What happened to the fish? What happened? Yeah, like, yeah. And then, and then stories. And, like, I've even thought about this. I might hit up Tammy. I might have her print out a big thing for the background mm-hmm. where it's the inside of Burt's. Because I have a picture of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. And put that in the background. And they had, like, the TVs were all VHS. Yes. Where are those VHSs? <laughs> Who ended up with any, yeah. any kind of stories we can get? And then, like, try to get people to say, hey, this is what this is. Whose idea was it to put the porn in the in the bathrooms? Yes. I've always wondered that. <laughs> See, and that's, that's what I'm going to bring up on the show. Like, I was telling him and the other guy that was there. I was like, when I first walked into Burt's Tiki Lounge, I went to go use the restroom. I walked to the back, and that's where the back door is, where they get deliveries. And there's a peephole there. And the peephole was a woman's butthole while she was down on all fours. Bunghole. And at some point, someone tore it out. Because I'm sure someone got offended and scratched it out. But, I mean, that's what it was. Yeah. And And then the other guy goes, what do you mean by porn? I said, well... The men's restroom, which the door was always open. The door was never closed. Thank God. The one wall was was one solid plaster of 
naked women. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who was that for? And then someone's like, well, men want to go in the bathroom and see a naked woman. Do we? I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like that really pushes a weird narrative. Yeah. But that was me. And also, someone put a lot of love into that. Like, someone, like, had to, like, go through magazines mm-hmm. and, like, put that on the wall. Like, it wasn't yeah. someone just put haphazard pages up there. Like, someone, like, cut these out. And, yeah. Like, it was, there's an entire, like, collage lovingly put on the entire wall of the men's bathroom. But I, would, I think it would be a really cool show to do, podcast-wise, mm-hmm. where we just go and do a Burt's Tiki Lounge slash Dingo Bar retrospective. Yeah, and I think, and then like we we need to make it known, there will be a microphone for stories. You know, Mm. I mean, I I have stories, you have stories, you have stories from Bert's Tiki Lounge. Yeah, not not the fucking whatever the fuck that was. They moved over on to Central. Oh yeah, but the original fucking Bert's Tiki Lounge. You know that building, that location. Yeah, and I mean the guy, and then the guy will have like. You know, he's going to talk about all the things like when, because I was asking him what it was like when he walked in the door. He was like, dude, it was really bad. They had to redo the entire roof. They had to redo it all. Mm-hmm. And he was like telling me that when the electricity was off, so you can imagine what it smelled like. And the first time they turned the lights on, one of the lights caught, like it didn't catch on fire, but it was catching on fire. And they had to run to the breaker box and pop it down. Oh, shit. And then have electricity come in and just like re relook through everything before they could even turn on the lights. Oh, my goodness. They had to rip out the floor, pull all of the sewage, all that stuff. They redid all that shit. So, I mean, I think it'd be kind of cool. Now, what I'm going to ask for them, I'll be like, dude, we need the lights really low for this. We need the lights on us, and the audience needs to be dark because I want it to be Burt's Tiki Lounge-ish or yeah. whatever the thing about, you know? Because I don't even know what the vibe was there. Nah, Dingo Bar, no idea. No idea. Was it uh, like band, like a just like dive bar-y, but mm. without the the? He said it was. He said it was very dive bar, biker barish. Biker bar. Okay. So I don't know, but there's a whole. I was too young. Yeah, hold on. Like, seriously, <laughs> my only my own experience with. I'm the, in uh, the group. Like they, someone added me. My um, only experience there was me and my brother picking my mom up from a concert. Yeah, here we go. So the Dingo Bar, there's a whole group on it. There's there's pictures. Of people in it, you know. There's like uh, uh, look, Joe Anderson. He posted a, a show that was there. See, oh damn, Eric McFadden. What Eric McFadden played there? Look at that. Some is that's no, no, that's no, not. that's that's, not. That, that's the new birds. Uh, the Blazers side soul. The Blazers East side soul. Wow, the Dingo Bar. I love like watching looking at this and there's like written shit on it. <laughs> Interesting. See, uh, I don't know how many people are in this group, though. I think it's pretty big. Let's see. People. 709 people. Well, shit. So, I mean, I think it would be really cool to, like, just, you know, we have 74 friends in this group out of 700. I think it would be a cool experience because people are going to come in and, you know, and like you said, you want it to become this thing on Gold Street again. Well, this is kind of a, a bridge from that to that. You know what I mean? Exactly. And maybe some people, because there's some people who've walked into it. I'm not going to lie. I've been there. I was there for one of Billy's shows, and uh, some people came in, and they were like, I don't know if I can deal with this. There's too many lights. It's too clean. Mm -hmm. You know, 
and maybe you know they can voice that to the guy. And he has a whole he has a whole story of the like the the name echoes everything is like some sort of like inside joke or something. I don't know, but we're gonna find out. We're gonna find That's out. That's right. <laughs> so I don't know if you know the like. Did I? You were there with me when he kind of told us like what the, the what he wants to do. Like he wants yeah. to put up, and I mean. You know, he's going to need to get it. We're going to have to bring our PA probably for this. I think our PA can handle that that building. Uh, maybe. And we may need to borrow somebody's. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, he wants to have bands that come there and play. And then they record it. Then they master it. And then they give it to the band. But then they also they're also going to have like a Spotify channel or whatever. Of all the bands they record there, and then that music you can go and like listen to on Spotify. Or oh, okay, that's a good idea. I think that's cool. You know, live at Echoes. At Echoes, yeah, that's, Bar. yeah, that's a cool idea. So yeah, so I really think it's a cool idea. I think that if we, you know, I'm excited about it, and I flat out told him, I was like, I hate doing shit like this. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was that was essentially when when this was getting told to me. Uh, I was doing the same thing. I'm like, I don't know. You really need to talk to Chris because he hates live shows. He fucking hates shit like this. <laughs> I'm all, I, I love yeah. live shows. You're talking to the person that's already on board. You need to get the other person on board. You now, the, the challenge really of it is, is like, you know, what people don't understand is we had this, you know, I mean, they do understand we had a big shutdown. Can I have another one of these? I just want someone to know. I've been drinking Topo Chico's this whole show and nothing else. It's the good stuff. Yeah, it's the good stuff. And I hate it because they're... Here's the problem with the Topo Chico. Here's my issue with Oops. them. They taste too good. These things they're are delicious. Too easy to drink. And just in time for the warmer weather, you know? Oh, man. It's Topo Chico summer. I'm yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah. That's what it is. Topo Chico summer. Oh, man. There's a Topo Chico theme song. Have you heard really? this? Oh, you sent this to me. Yeah. Topo Chico. It's uh, it's you, pretty catchy. You want to be the good bro? Kate, Kate Tupin? Let's see here. I love that outfit, man. <laughs> I mean, it's more oh, of the damn. Topo Chico drink, but you know the the. It's great. So, Shh. go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that. Um, what was I saying? Mm-hmm. Um, never mind. Go ahead. Oh, so <laughs> you know we had this thing called the pandemic that happened. The little thing. The world shut down. Now you had all these different tech companies that were like, "Fuck, what do we do now?" And because of the, the shutdown. There was a lot of pivoting that happened. There's a lot of like technology that came out strictly for podcasting, strictly for on the go. Mm-hmm. Now, I was going to try because I have this 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 Zoom L8. I have a Zoom P4, which is the size of my hand. That thing's amazing. And I was going to use that, but I think I'm going to use this. But I can connect this to my MacBook Air. With you know a couple of these, and we can run all that shit there. We literally could do all that without plugging anything in except for the PA. 
Really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, so yeah. This, this runs on batteries? Yeah, fuck yeah, it does. Oh, damn. Fuck yeah, it does. Like double A batteries. <laughs> That's tight. Brand new. Yeah, we use that for my show. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm kind of want like, now I'm kind of like, well, let's go see what this is going to do. Because we can have the four mics and then an audience mic and then out to PA. Yeah. Very so, exciting. Very Yeah. I yeah. mean, so yeah, we're, it's going to be mid-April. So it's going to be a Sunday night, five to seven. It's going to be strictly an event for 10 drink minimum. If you come out with your your work buddies to sit and talk about fucking uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and get loud, they're going to kick you out. Yeah. Because this is what they want. <laughs> nice, nice. Yep. This is exactly what I've been waiting for Yeah. with our new sponsor. Topo. Oh, I don't know about Topo. I don't know if they're going to let us do Topo Chico there. Ooh, who won't? Echoes. That's a brewery. It's so. a brewery. They're, but I did get us uh, the the usual payment <laughs> that we get from breweries. <laughs> so, well, I'll see if I can get some swag from the company. Okay. I mean, we can wear shirts. Tell them. We'll tell them. We'll wear the shirts and all that stuff if they. Yeah. I mean, this is strictly for Echoes. All right. But I mean, you know, I I asked for no money. I just said, "Here's what you pay us," and they went. He said, "Sure, of course." So it's going to be our our love letter to Burt's Tiki Lounge, and I'm excited to hear about the Dingo Bar because I know very. I mean, I've actually looked through that group, you know, because I'm I'm curious, you know, you know, aren't you guys curious about the Dingo Bar? I mean, I turned 21 uh-huh. in 2002, yeah. So I think it was already gone by then, right? Hmm. So I wouldn't be able have to have. Gone I don't there. know. I don't it was, know. It was already Burt's by then. Yeah, because yeah. he asked me. He goes, he goes, don't you remember? And I was like, I had never got to go there. I moved here in 2006. Mm-hmm. Maybe 2007. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was already, it was already Burt's. Yeah. I and funny through. story, um, this is how Chris and I first met. It was actually Burt's by 2002, because the first time I lived in Albuquerque, I was hanging out with my roommate at the time, my friend, and he's like, yeah, we're going to go to this place down to Burt's. It's called Burt's Tiki Lounge. You probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> so I didn't go. He's like, <laughs> And then I'm like, you motherfucker. I, I remember three different versions of Burt's. You guys were at, at Burt's 3.0. Cause Burt's, Is that right? Yeah, because Burt's kept closing and reopening. Uh, oh. Yeah. Okay. But I yeah, just, that's, that's actually where I first met Chris. Yeah, that, that is right. And so he was yeah. at a Bellama show. That's right. In like 2000, whatever. Because I knew, cause I knew uh, Terry. Yeah, and I knew they, we met because I knew Adam. Yeah. And I approached Adam. Yeah. And he was like, hey, what's up, Adam? And it's like, this is Chris. Yeah, he's like, ah, this is Chris, man. <laughs> and that was the first, uh, not first, but he was the co-host yeah. of Tendrick at the That's time. That's right, yeah. He was the Tendrick been on 2.0. Oh, God damn it. Sorry, that was me. That's me. That's me. Uh, there's a I towel somewhere. I know there's one somewhere. But yeah, that's uh, Tendrick Minimum at that time didn't have, like, guests per se. No. Eh. No, yeah. So it was one of those things where, like, you were living on New York in your old town. It was Adam talking about pornography. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, 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 that worked. Is there nothing on the other side of that couch over there? So, sorry, I spilled my toco, Topo Chico, which is... Uh, oh, man. It's going to happen eventually. Yeah, I mean, it, it happened eventually. <laughs> there it is. Yeah, I thought there was a towel somewhere in here. I keep one in here just for this specific, you know. Dang, I usually have one in my backpack, and yeah. I must have put them all in for laundry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's a great memory, and yeah. um, 
No, that's Chris. true. That's that we did meet there. And that's uh, like the, the 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 genesis of Billy being on Tendrick Minimum. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, because you were like one of the you were the first person to play music. I think. Yeah. No, really. no, 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 no. Second, sorry, second. My friends who did uh, who do our, did the hoodies and stuff. They played oh, okay. on the fiftieth episode. Oh, okay. Nice. Which nice. was after literally like two months because we would do like an episode every day. <laughs> yeah. It was like stupid. It was like stupid. Yeah. So yeah, that so yeah. So I mean, Bert's Tiki Lounge in the scene in our lives has been a a pivotal place for me it was like the cbgbs of albuquerque you know what i mean like it was this like what people don't understand like somebody was like well let's let's open a tiki bar and serve tiki drinks and the punk rockers came in and said fuck this and started stickering everything up and fuck it but we're still here for the tiki drinks but we're still they got a lot of booze in them oh man i remember so adam the guy adam who's the coast he was all about the like he was like adam was like the novelty guy if there was like a hamburger that was like the ghost pepper burger, he may have already eaten, and he'll order one just to have it because it's uh-huh. the novelty. So we would go to Bert's, and he'd be like, "If I order uh, one of the tiki drinks, will you drink it with me?" So Cause, scorpion bowl, because yeah, scorpion, scorpion bowl. bowl. That's right. Because yeah, you couldn't, because <laughs> like, like to explain it, they were these big bowls, and in the middle, they had a, a like a, a raised area. It was almost like a shot glass, and they would make the drink in the bowl, and then part of it was up in the little shot glass area, and then at one point, they would light it on fire. Yes, back when you could do that. <laughs> and <laughs> you were not allowed to order one of those bowls for one person. Yeah, not by yourself. No, you had to have two people. So Adam would order one, and he'd be like, yeah, we're going to share it. And I would literally take a shot's worth of the drink, and Adam would drink the rest. <laughs> and that's some pretty heavy duty stuff. Oh man, it was fucking like it was like 150 proof. I guarantee it. Tiki oh, well, if you're gonna burn, if it burns, it's got to be like mm-hmm. super high mm-hmm. fucking alcohol. So yeah, so it's that made was for pirates. And, and they, <laughs> it, that was what was weird about the place. It was like PBR, um, um, two dollar Miller High Life's. Yeah, and then they always had like a, a <gasps> PB and J's. They, no, they, they well they had PB and J, but they always had a mystery beer. Oh Do you yeah, that? yeah, and the mystery beer would be like two bucks, mm-hmm. but you didn't know what it was. You know? Yeah, it was great. <laughs> you know, it was draft. It was like a and, and then, and then they'd keg. Yeah, and then they'd, yeah, it was like whatever they're trying to get rid of. And then they'd have a menu of like these tiki drinks. It was the weirdest, like yeah, yeah, a fish tank that you could like harass the fish with a little a little remote control submarine. Oh, that's right. I'm gonna get that fish. I'm gonna get fuck you fish. I remember it worked for a little while, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Hey, does, uh, it probably still worked." But you'd ask for that, and they'd be like, "No, nah, it's broken." Those fucking fish just like <laughs> had to listen to fucking like you know doom metal on fucking Fridays nights mm-hmm. and punk and. Well, I was talking to our friend Tiff, and I, we were talking about it, and I was like, "Do you remember like because when you're looking when you walk in." I was like, you remember when you walk in and to the left, there was like that little like elevated VIP area. Uh-huh. She was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was she, like, was, she wasn't there for that? Yeah. And I'm like, no, there was like, and she's like, no, there wasn't. I was like, yes, there was the elevated area where like you could sit and then the booth started after that. And she's like, no, there wasn't. And I was like, yes, there was when this, cause the stage was right across from it. Uh-huh. And then when they moved the stage, they tore that out and she goes, oh fuck, I forgot about that. And I was like, yep. 
It was almost like someone's like, we're going to make a VIP area for VIPs. <laughs> and that never happened. Never happened. Yeah, like yeah. That's when they moved the stage from the middle uh, up to the front again, yeah. like, a, like it was at the Dingo Bar. And I was telling the guy, I was like, Billy and I actually got to be on stage here the last Friday it was open. And he was like, is that right? I was like, yeah. Remember we did that show for Harlando? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was the last weekend and before they moved. I was like, oh, man. And it was kind of like bittersweet. It was like, oh. I finally got to be on stage at at Burt's. Mm-hmm. And it was like the last Friday. And uh, Billy got to play many times on stage there. Yeah, like countless times. It's like a show at Burt's. Do you, think he, up. do you think he played like 100? Oh, so what was the payout like? It How did was, that work? It at the time it was, if it was a free, it's always a free show. Yeah, and like it was very Never rare. Cover. That, it was very rare that they. But had you a got cover. paid like a like ten percent of, of the, the bar. bar, so that could equate to like if the place was packed, it's probably like two three hundred bucks. Really? Yeah, and that was just one of the bands. Like, so you can pay okay. like a, one set. So they. They made thousands of dollars. Wow. Yeah, yeah, Burt's was one of the places where it was just expected you walk in and you're going to wait for drinks. Oh, fucking, yeah, yeah. dude, there was no, you ain't fucking lying on that. It's like, you, you actually stopped. There could be three people in the place and you, you wait 20 minutes. You, like, you'd stop someplace to get like a, like some other place. Just to, just to get like a little pre-buzz because you know you're, like you get a Burt's and you're like, yeah. gonna, well, you'd even stop if I'm the, really trying. You'd stop at the Atomic. And uh, you know it was it was the typical like the the band structure like I couldn't do this this day but the bands normally start about ten ten thirty yeah and go until like two you know, one thirty last yeah. call was like yeah. one lights were on then you kind of wait around to get oh, paid oh yeah 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 and so it was after hours and you just well see it it would be like one forty five they'd kick everyone out and everyone would just stand outside in front of it yeah 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 and then like decide like where we're we gonna go. Is Atomic still open for one more beer? Let's run. Is uh, we're gonna go to such such his house? I just remember that like crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you just wait for your payout, and then like for a band of like four people, you get paid fifty bucks. Okay, so it's like uh, each? how it works each. Yeah, that's a, see that's yeah. I just remember getting in fights with some dude. I don't want to mention his name, and he was like, "Every venue needs to charge at the door for bands," and I'm like, "You've got to have those venues where like people can get on stage for the first time." You have to. Yeah. And he's like, no. Everyone, if you're a band and you're playing and people are coming to listen, people should pay to get in. I'm like, well, how do people know to pay to get in if they've never seen you before? Like, I don't know. And also at a bar whose tagline, like, whose, like, ad in the paper says, never a cover. Mm-hmm. He's like, we need to change that. We need to move it. And I was like, and now, and now, I guess every place does charge. I mean, I don't know where you can go watch live music. For yeah, free. yeah. Well, it was early twenties. I like it was, yeah. like, you know, it was the well, thing to do. It was like, uh, it was yeah. fun. Yeah, and you got to play with your friends, and it's Saturday night, got little, got free drinks, to yeah. drink tickets. Well, I did see this. This this kind of unnerved me. I was at well, we I guess I talked about this last show, but you know, and and I and I and I my thing is is I'm for bands getting paid, but like someone showed up. This is like just people not knowing what the fuck. So that that prison bitch show that was at the Chancla, I watched somebody come up and they're like. Does it cost to get in? And they're like, well, it's a donation of $10. They're like, oh, so if I don't donate, I can still go in? And they were like, uh, I guess so, yeah. And they're like, okay. And they just walk in, and I'm like... 
Yeah, there's more tactful ways of putting that. Hey, cool. I'm really broke. I want to see the band still. And people yeah. are like, yeah, of course you can come in. Not yeah. like, so uh, anyway, if I just So flip, if I don't want to pay, I don't have to? Cool. If I just flip you off, can I still go in? I'm like, no. I guess technically. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's not cool. I literally heard that whole thing. I was like, I wanted. I should have just leaned in and said, you know, y- you can. At that but you're vi- a dickhead if you do it. At that venue, more than once, uh-huh. I've seen that happen. I've just handed them another ten bucks. I'm all, I'll just pay for that. Guy I'll pay for. I'll, I'll, I'll lean in to pay for this person because apparently, yeah. I, I'd like for the band to. I'd like to, for there to be more music to come here. Yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah. I'd like to keep your lights on, so I'll pay for this guy. Yeah. I've okay. done that many times at, at that venue. Yeah. I yeah. I've actually like. Dude, I bought tickets to Red Light Cameras yesterday. I didn't even go. You know. So I mean. <laughs> I told him, I told uh, Peach, I said, if you have a couple friends that want to go and they don't have any money, just say that, tell me, and I'll send them the, the screenshots, and no one ever never took them. So I should have just said, hey, does anybody want to go to the show? I didn't, though. But, you know, whatever. They got 20 bucks, so. Yeah, totally. Totally. You're for it. So that's fine. And like, and everybody's like, oh, that's a waste of money. It's not. It's not. The band's got money. They'll play there again. So I have seriously gone to shows just just like at the tail end just uh-huh. to just to buy some merch off of them. I'm like, here you go. Yeah, I'll, I will I will give you twenty five dollars for that t shirt. Now I'm not going to go to Corey Feldman and the Angels. Actually, if Corey Feldman and the Angels played La Chancla, I'd probably go. Are you kidding? I'd be there in a split second. You would be. <laughs> and I'd be like, Goonies never say die. Oh God, he <laughs> he gets that every show. <laughs> yeah, you know he does, man. Oh man, that's yeah. Remember when he when they first came out and they did some morning show and it went viral and people just shit all over him and he like cried and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a morning show. <laughs> and uh, Smiley, can I get another one of these delicious Topo Chicos? Mm, you sure can. The seltzer? Yeah, the seltzer. Like I don't understand. Oh, you, oh you're not familiar? Yeah, it's delicious. Delish. Because there's margaritas as well. The margarita uh-huh. ones, I don't understand the difference. It, it just kind of has a little more spice to it, I think. It has lime juice and agave syrup in it. Mm. That's what it is. That's you what know. makes it unique and refreshing. Unique and or refreshing. Very nice. <laughs> No, but like I, I was uh, familiar with Topo Chico uh, before they had alcohol in it, and they have like that mineral water. Oh, I love it! It's great, it's so good. The only thing, I, the only complaint I have about the alcohol one is it doesn't have as much bubbles as the mineral water. I really want the bubbles. All right, I it's, love them. I love them. It is the bubbliest mineral water. It's right up there with Perrier. Yeah. Uh, tonight's the Academy Awards. Are you guys, did you guys watch any of the Best Picture Never. nominees? You know uh, what? Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. No. So I think that's going to win, though, right? I'm pretty sure it's already the most nominated uh, movie ever. L- lot of I think I feel like this is kind of a weak year, though. Am I wrong? I I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I mean, I watched you... Creed two last night and it was, or the other day, and it was good great. Film. Good film. Great. I was crying. Yeah. Uh, it was when just... you saw Ivan Drago in the, and you're like. <laughs> Yeah, at the end, and I was like, oh. the the end is very hard. Um, well, it's weird when you you know because you know spoiler alert, uh, the big cameo is uh, what's her name, uh, uh, Brigitte Nielsen. Brigitte Nielsen comes back, and you know, like she she's a complete asshole. Oh yeah, she's horrible, yeah. trash. Uh, yeah. But anyway, so uh, Creed three is out in theaters, so I'm going to watch that on Tuesday night. So I of the movies though, let's see here. Um, best picture. Where's that at? Is that not at the? T- why is that not at the top? 
Like so, so I've seen Top Gun. Didn't care for it. Uh, saw anywhere, everywhere, all at once. Is that right? Everything, everywhere, all at Everything once. Everything, loved it. Saw the the Banshees of Inshiring. You saw that? Yes. I couldn't find it anywhere. It's on uh, one of the streaming sites. Hated it. <sighs> but it's on, It's probably on HBO or something. I'm not going to say I hated it. It's really fucked up. There's some things. So there's a thing that happens. I don't want to spoil it for you. But no human in their fucking right mind would do this. And if they did, they would put you away. They wouldn't just be like, oh, wow, he really means business. There's a thing that happens in that movie. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. A movie about Irish movie. and About Irish people. Cool. It's it's a movie about a small Irish town and these two friends that no longer become friends. Like the one guy doesn't want to be friends with the other guy out of nowhere. Okay. I, I and it's I, and it's to the it's to the backdrop of the Irish Civil War. Um, I watched it. It's fine that I watched it. The fact it's nominated for Best Picture, I feel like because of the one thing that happens in the movie, people are like, <gasps> you know. Well, you're gonna have to tell me what it is because I'm not gonna watch it. Like after yeah. the show is mm-hmm. okay. Well, okay, okay. I will. What, 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 what is up for Best Picture here? The the Top Gun. That movie, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, let's see. Top Gun, really? Yeah. I'm not familiar with the, even the first one. What? Uh, we, tr- we tried to watch it that one day. Oh. Brown. Oh, I mean. That's just like that's like the one of, the, one of those movies just falls through the cracks. Oh, like, someone made me watch Goodfellas the other day. What the fuck? That's an amazing film. Don't you dare say a bad thing about it. Uh, I'm it. just saying. It's Martin Scorsese. I went my entire life without seeing it. It seems it was, oh it's, a, it's a, okay. I do. Ever since I was a kid, I wanted to be a gangster. I do understand the uh, the thing on Animaniacs, Good Feathers. Now, oh yeah, good yeah, Good yes. Feathers. <laughs> so now, like that entire thing makes go. sense. Well, you at least understand okay. the appeal, though. Right? Elvis, Elvis saw it. Oh yeah, liked it. That it was, was actually pretty good. Pretty understand? Good I understand why it's nominated for sure. Uh, number nine, All Quiet on the Western Front, which is a remake. I haven't watched it, but that's because I know I've seen the original. You know how and it ends. I know, well, I know how heavy it is. It's uh, World War One from the German perspective. Classic And movie. if you've ever seen the original, it's all about, like, it starts out with these kids that are in, in basically whatever the German version of high school is. And their teacher is like, you need to join uh, the, the, the military because we're patriots and it's the greatest thing you can do. And, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. and then the kids, they do, and they go to boot camp and then they go off to war. And the one kid who's the main guy watches all of his friends get slaughtered. Oh, shit. And it's the most you know devastating thing. And at one point in the original movie, he goes back to town. Like, he gets leave. And he goes back, and the teacher is doing it for a new generation. And he goes in and just starts slapping the teacher and telling him like you you're wrong and you're yeah. you're basically a piece of shit for doing this and you've yeah. killed all of us, you know. And it's really heavy. So I can't. And that was in 1930. So I can't imagine what they how heavy they've made it now. Oh my goodness. So yeah. And there's lots of movies that have been inspired by it. Yeah. Uh, Avatar: The Way of the Water. Not seen it. I didn't see it. Don't even care. Don't even want to see it. Don't care about it. Uh, Triangle of Sadness. Never heard of it. Oh, no. That looks interesting, though. These are t- it seems 10 like best it, might, it seems like it might have candles okay. in a minute. 
Uh, Elvis was the worst? Okay. Triangle of Sadness. I've not heard of it. It looks like it has cannibalism. Okay. <laughs> Top Gun Maverick. Same, same. Here's the thing. The original movie came out 30 years ago. Here's why I have a problem with the new movie. You made the same movie 30 years apart. We've mm-hmm. changed as a culture of people. You know? Right. Sorry. Just how I feel about it. Women Talking have not seen it. Didn't that just come out a few months ago? Yeah. That was they made it to the tail end. No, it's, it just came out on streaming a couple months ago. Oh. The Fablemans have not seen it. This is the movie that Spielberg made that's basically about his family. So what I understand. Oh, okay. Tar. I have not seen that either. I haven't even heard of that one. It's, yeah. Um, really, they're saying the Banshees of Insurance is the number two best picture. Because every, everything, everywhere, all at once is number one. Banshees of Insurance is such a hard movie. Like, we got done watching it, and my girlfriend's like, I hated that. And then the next day she comes back. Like, the one thing, I guess, was the next day she was still thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. But again, the things that people did in this movie, if someone did, if you or I did that, they would put us in, in, in a loony bin mm-hmm. immediately. All right. Immediately. They wouldn't be like, you shouldn't have messed with them. <laughs> You shouldn't have done that. I don't know. It's very depressing and very sad. But um, Elvis, actually, I think it's well worth watching. And I don't like Elvis. But it's really sad, the Elvis movie. I would watch the Elvis movie again. Ed, that was a good one. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch it? I did. That dude, man. And like everybody's like, why does he still talk like Elvis? Because I'm like, because I'm like, cause he's been doing it for two years. You yeah, because t- it's hard to not <laughs> yeah. do that. I remember the so, first time I had to be scared on film. I was scared for the entire yeah. weekend. I, I was like, I don't know how to turn this off. Like, if you imagine if Avatar wins, people, the, I, I, some people will be very happy. I feel like at that point it's over. I, I feel like if they're every, not going to win, everyone knows everything everywhere all at once. Is it's going to have to, right? I don't know. Now everyone's just like, which one of the other people are going to win yeah. too? Like, See, and then like, why was that movie The Whale not nominated? That looks insane. I liked that movie. Is it good? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, Brendan Fraser but won maybe uh, all been... like the. I think he won the Golden Globe. Um, I think I think he did. Yeah. And then he won the uh, the SAG Award for it. Is it not? Is it not? Let's see. Are live updates. Do we not have? Uh... It might have just been him yeah. carrying. When the movie. did it start? I don't know. I guess it's happening. I don't know. I'm not on Twitter. Who knows? (laughs) I'm not tweeting it out right now. So if someone give us an update. Yeah. Oh, I also watched My Cousin Vinny yesterday. That's a great film. And fucking shout out Marissa Tomei, my girlfriend. Have you ever watched that guy on YouTube who like talks about how accurate movies are with lawyers? Uh, No. So there's a lawyer and he he, like he even actually did. And then he did the whole... uh, uh, trial with uh, Amber, what's the name? In Amber Heard. Uh, yeah, but he did. He like he goes through movies and he tells you how accurate like court scenes are. Mm-hmm. And one of the movies he says is the most accurate movie for court is My Cousin Vinny. Really? Yes. They actually show it at law schools as textbook on how to do things because. <laughs> In the movie, like whoever like made the movie was a lawyer. Oh, okay. And the guy was like, like you know, they like they would throw things at him, you know, at the character of uh, Vinny, 
that were like literally real things mm-hmm. and he would have to kind of go learn them. And the, so it is a very, like the guy was like, they, it, it's a great YouTube video and he goes through everything and he's like, this is actually what happens when you go to court, this, this, the, and, he, and he's like, this is as accurate as it can be. It's really crazy. I would like to think that I was like, oh yeah. God, I, like some lawyers just go, have to go to jail because they're like in, mm-hmm. in contempt. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Stay the night in yeah. jail. I mean, if you, if you do what he did, he's like, the guy was like, you have to go to jail. Mm-hmm. You didn't like Goodfellas. This is bothering me now. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like Goodfellas. I, I, I love Goodfellas. Goodfellas for the enemy. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to punch you in the brain. Hey, Rob, when Robert, you're looking Ray at Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro. <laughs> I mean, Fucking what's his name? Vinny? What's the uh, Joe Pesci? Joe Pesci was great in that movie. Joe, yeah, he won the Academy Award. Oh, good for best actor for good. that scene. What do you mean funny? Funny like a clown? Am I a clown to you? Oh yeah. man! But okay, I think the problem is I did grow up with Good Feathers. Okay, with no context <laughs> whatsoever. How the fuck? as to what this was too? Like, and I grew up with these three like lovable pigeons. I watch Goodfellas once a year. Like <laughs> it's it, like I don't get the Godfather. I don't get the Godfather too. I mean, I'll watch them. I think they're slow and boring. And for me, it's Goodfellas. It's like yes, this is like that's probably Goodfellas. like like my my yeah. favorite mob movie. Yeah. Um, The Irishman didn't haven't finished it yet. It's it's fine. Like I've I've, re- I've restarted watching The Sopranos. Oh okay. And you know what's crazy? I feel like The Sopranos could not be on TV right now. Like, There's some you... rough shit in that show. Oh, I imagine. You know, all the cheating, like the, you know, people that get killed. It's like, it's pretty rough. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, Game of Thrones was rough, but everybody's like, oh, that's fantasy. This is like, you know, I'm sure shit like this happens. Like, Sopran- Have you ever watched Sopranos all the way through? Never. Oh, it's fantastic. Never seen one episode. No, it's not true. I watched the last episode when everyone was, like, shitting the bed. I shit the bed because it was bullshit, but, you know. But up until that point, it, one of the best. It's still to the day to this day one of the best shows. It's like one of uh, Gen Z's favorite shows now yeah. since the pandemic happened. Really? Yeah. So I just point. don't think you can make that show now. Yeah. Well, apparently these kids love it. I mean, all the, in, in you know the way they talk. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like a lot of racism. There's a lot of homophobia. Oh yeah, misogyny. So Mis- oh, fucking ridiculous amounts of misogyny. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's it's yeah, but I've been rewatching that so. But man, I'm gonna have to do it. The thing is, like, I, I I've started it. Yeah, it's, I just my I mind is blown. I get so much anxiety about like good media, media, good shows that yeah. I'll never get to see because like there's a fucking new show every week that's gonna be just as good, if not better, than like what you were used to. Are you watching Mandalorian? Oh yeah. No, I've the, never the, I've never seen one episode of Mandalorian. First two episodes, third season. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm 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 sorry, Billy. You you need to. Yeah. I I was gonna watch the new episode, mm-hmm. and then it started off from the beginning. So I just watched the entire thing again. Oh, it's so good. It's uh, good. There's not one episode that is not good on that. No, it's not a throwaway. There's got to be like some kind of like ter- term like of uh, like the anxiety of just watching. So what's gonna happen? I'm just gonna f- start watching The Office again. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, so that they say that that's a thing that people do to like calm themselves yeah yeah and i, Whereas, I watch the office like in the background yeah and or, it's never gonna be since like, i have to watch the mandalorian okay. now or the sopranos shows i watch in the background office 30 rock parks and recreation there you go 
Father Brown, Farscape, and um, oh, I always have it on. It's not the office. It's like a British, not the British. It's um, spaced. Okay, I've never watched that. That's the one where they all live in an apartment or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I there's no such thing for me because I'm just fixated on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, or YouTube. You watch a lot of YouTube. yeah YouTube. Yeah, yeah. You like Chris will come home and I'm just like sitting watching YouTube videos. No, no. Favorite U- YouTube channels then? Oh, I do. He's um, all Sopranos recap. <laughs> Thirty Rock recap. No, I'm about commentary channels. Like true crime is like my shit now. Like I love true crime and like th- how ridiculous, how like problematic, and like how they make it funny is like something that's, I should be ashamed that's of. That's awful. It's something I should be ashamed of. But like yeah. these people, like are fucking like. Making mass murder, and the whole family was murdered. This episode has been brought to you, you by, by HelloFresh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I'm in that um, uh, commentary channels where they there's something mm-hmm. cringy, and they'll just like deep dive into something cringy. Yeah, it's funny. Um, fucking like iceberg videos are kind of my thing too. Wait, what's an iceberg video? An iceberg video. I'm glad you asked, Chris. So an iceberg video is when you get into a certain niche and you think you know something about that topic. Mm. And so, but then... It's the iceberg underneath. Iceberg underneath. So there's like all the things that nobody would ever know about. The deep dives. The deep dives into a certain topic. Nice. Like it could be anything. Like Like I just found out they're, they're trying to make a time zone for the moon now. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, what? And it turns out it's been happening for years. They're like, yeah. And then I found that the time zones only came up because of trains, because everyone's it's like time's arbitrary anyway. Yeah. Yeah. See. Well, and then like there's a whole thing where like who owns Antarctica, and it's actually split into like five different things, and five different countries own Antarctica. Yeah. Or have yeah. claim claim have claims on it. Yeah. So on the, on the top tier, what you can see on the surface is like, oh, and Antarctica. Here, here, time zone. here are the, uh, the, the 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 bases or like whatever the the, the research facilities we have for this area, mm-hmm. and then you go down here. It's like, well, what the fuck? Like so that now we go deep into like where do they put the fucking shit? Uh, like what happens to all the waste in like one of these facilities, kind of thing. Yeah. And turns out they fucking take all the shit and piss and fly it back to some place. Really? <laughs> yeah. They don't. There's no like. There's no outhouses out there. Where? They, Antarctica. Antarctica. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's no like. You have to take all the trash from like for a year mm-hmm. and fly it back to like a like you know because you can't leave like a trace. You fly it back to New Jersey and yeah, just dump yeah. it. <laughs> just dump it. Just you, dump it in the East you, River. Uh, you take your you take it, put it in the Dave Matthews Band van bus, drive over the Chicago River and just dump it on some people <laughs> that are <laughs> traveling underneath. Did you, ever, did you ever hear that story? No. So the Dave Matthews uh, tour bus was driving across uh, one of, a bridge in Chicago, mm-hmm. and they just decided to dump all of their waste, and there was a tour boat underneath, and it like went all over the people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So somebody has somebody got Dave Matthews shit in their mouth. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh, girl, it's you, in my mouth. It's in my mouth. You've got my shit up in your mouth. Somebody got pink eye. Are you taking off smiling? Uh, I, 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 I got to go potty. Oh, okay. Well, we're, let's, we'll, yeah, let's, so let's, let's just call let's it a day. Call, let's call it a day. All right. uh, thank you guys for watching. It's been, uh, yeah, it's been a good one. 
but uh, yeah, uh, keep a lookout for our live show at uh, at uh, Echoes Brewery. Echoes? Yeah, uh, totally. mid-April we haven't s- set a specific date because I gotta go to ro- I gotta go to the, the Wrestlemania uh, thank you guys for being on the show and uh, with that we, we are, are 10, 10 drink, drink minimum, minimum.